us humans, we can be so, so cruel sometimes, but we're also really, really good inside. And we're really, really good when we can see people from up close. So I really think that that is the number one thing about siblings is giving them time to have positive interactions and giving them time to have negative interactions because that's when they learn how to work through them. Hey, we are Shan and Ryan Tripp, parents of five on a journey to discover what it takes to raise great humans while enjoying the heck out of life along the way. Sometimes it's easy to let the weight of everyday life, parenting, marriage, finances, get in the way. But what we found is that as you break out of the norm and do life a little bit differently, a whole new world can open up to you. So if you're ready, we would love to invite you on this journey with us as we pull back the curtains and have a whole lot of fun along the way. And it's true what they say, life's a trip. This is our story. How will you write yours? Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome aboard. I, I'm starting out today. I am fired up about what we're about to talk about. Sweetheart, I am so excited. I can hardly stand it. <laughs> Let's just get into it. Oh, you know, we know how precious your time is. And when I listen to a podcast, Ryan really enjoys having a good time. He, lo- he loves the banter. I'm just like, listen, people, I don't have a lot of time. I'm a busy mom. Just give me something to be better today. We did hear a nice compliment, though. Someone messaged you on Instagram and said, record longer episodes. I've really enjoyed listening to you. I want more. Bless your little heart. We intentionally want to keep these to 15 to 20 minutes. And you know, you guys, when you guys do leave us little reviews like that, we we really appreciate it. And we read through them. (laughs) We read through them and we appreciate it. It just kind of it keeps us showing up each week. So if you have enjoyed any part of this, we would love it. Go leave us a review. Follow the show. We appreciate it. I was reading a very kind review the other day, and a single tear came out of my eye. You're kidding. Streamed down my cheek, landed, get this, landed right on my phone. Have you ever had water drop on your phone and it thinks it's your finger touching it? Tear dropped right on my phone, deleted the review. You're gone. You are so gone. <laughs> You'll never be able to see it. It was just a special moment that I had, but that review is gone. It's in the it's in the ether now. So we so recently see if, see if you can leave them a review and get another tear. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm pretty easy to make cry. So we actually asked my amazing community this week what they wanted to hear, and we got three top answers. Far surpassed everything else. I also asked my community. Yes. On Instagram. Yes. And I got a lot more responses, so I win. And um, and one of the top requests happened to be how to get your kids to get along. How do we get them to grow up friends? How do we deal with sibling rivalry? How do we handle, you know, different personalities and, and help them grow up and to support and love each other? And I think this is, you know, this is kind of a deep rooted question we all ask ourselves as parents and we we can all reflect on our own experiences growing up with our siblings if we ha- if we had them. Um, some of us have, you know, one, some of us have several and we're all, you know, humans are so complicated and complex. And so how do you, how do you encourage a loving, supportive friendship with, between siblings as they're growing up? So, well, somebody must think that we know something about that or that our kids get along from what they see from what we share online to ask us to pretend to be the authority on that. But I would say our kids get along really well. 
Yeah. Of yeah. course they have their disagreements and their and their fights just like any kids, but I think if you're lucky, I, th- I think you're pretty lucky if if siblings can actually be like really good friends. Yeah. It's not guaranteed. Yeah, and you I mean, you guys are a great example of that. Maybe you could talk about that for a minute, but I do think you know, I, we want you to know our kids, like we get it, you know, our kids throw their claws out sometimes and they say things that they, they shouldn't say to another sibling. It's far and few between. Jack which I think punches is- his sister every now and again when he gets carried away. And, you know, we got to resolve those things. Jack does not ever punch his sister. He's hit his sisters a couple times and I've had to, oh, I've had to help him help correct that. Mm. We don't hit girls, buddy. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I I think you know, just that's just how it is as a kid. You kind of learn your own boundaries and your limits, and I think that's one thing in our house that we just take very seriously is we are a team. You know, we are so blessed and lucky to have each other, and we don't treat each other in a way you know that you wouldn't want to be treated. We have love, we have respect, we support each other. Um, we're going to talk a f- little bit about like the few things we really focus on in our home that I think cultivate those relationships. But we've been reflecting on our own siblings and our relationships with our own siblings. Yeah. Yeah. So the other day, actually, this is very timely because my sister, my older sister had her 40th birthday and uh, her husband did a surprise birthday party for her. And we all got together and and there's four of us. So it's my older sister, me, my younger sister, my younger brother. And we all live in different areas. We actually live in different states. So my younger brother and sister flew in. Uh, my sister and I live pretty close here in Utah. And so we all show up and we do the surprise birthday party and we, we kind of have this like moment as the four of us, just the siblings of us just hugging each other and hugging my older sister. And um, we just have a really great sibling relationship, which seems a little weird because we are all so different. Like each of our lives and our families is pretty different what we do with our time and where we live is very different. So even though we all grew up in the same house, we, we all just, I don't know, our values are, are things that we do. Like they are pretty different, but we still have that like core love for each other. We all have a pretty similar sense of humor, which I think makes a big difference when we get together. We all kind of just have a fun time together. Um, and yeah, so after that night, Shannon and I were just reflecting like, what is it? that my parents did, I don't, I mean, I want to give my parents some credit here and mom, you know, mom, dad, you might be listening, but what did they do intentionally raising us kids to be, you know, a tight knit family and and a tight knit group of siblings and siblings that aren't estranged from each other as the years go on, but actually are really good friends. So what did they do, Ryan? Tell us. What did they do? <laughs> I don't know. That's what we were trying to pick apart and analyze. So I think as we gave it some thought, um, one thing that you know my mom did a great job of is we always just had love in our home. It, it you could just feel it. We just always had love at home. It's it was kind of just that simple. I don't know what else to say other than that. Just did you have family? Dinners my parents together? exemplified that. Yep, we had family dinners. Um. We would try, my mom, bless her heart, would try to do like family scripture study. And that's always, you know, anyone listening who has a parent that tries to do that with young kids, that's always, seems like it's, it's challenging uh, as you're running out the door to school or, but yeah, my mom was very intentional about family prayer, family dinners, 
Did um, you? And my dad too. I mean, he was always home. So did you compete against each other? Not really. No. Um, I think we had like healthy competition, like races in the yard. Actually, I remember, it's funny you asked that. I remember Tiffany, again, my older sister by about a year and a half, we used to have foot races in the backyard and she would always beat me. And that would make me so mad up until about age 10. Once I was 10, then I could finally beat Tiffany in a foot race, but just, I guess, healthy competition, but you know, never anything competitive where we were, you know, at odds with each other. Well, I think about, um, you know, his family and kind of, we've talked a lot about how he was raised in our family. And I do think that there is a component of just personalities. You guys are innately very positive, uh, very loving, non-judgmental humans. Like you just are, you love people. Every one of you just genuinely loves other people and you root for other people. And maybe a lot of that does have to do with, you know, um, a certain level of confidence or love that or security that you just feel, but you guys are just very easily able to support each other. And yeah, that I would, that's true. And was that something that was taught in the home or is that maybe more? So we just kind of all came from the factory that way. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that goes back to our nature nurture episode, you know, of, of kind of Hot like, episode. <laughs> like nurturing that nature. I think, I think I, if I had to chalk it up to one thing, my parents just exemplified that, you know, both of my parents in the home just taught us how to love each other, support each other, give affirmation, um, and be there for each other. So, so now there's people though, listening that are like in the trenches, they have the, the two-year-old and the four-year-old and the one-year-old and the six-year-old and the eight-year-old and they're, and they're, A lot of kids. <laughs> they are, they're in it, you know, the kids taking the toy and they're hitting and they're yelling and they're fighting and they're scratching. And then. The girls are, you know, they, someone's still in their clothes and they're mad and they're tattletelling and there's just. Have you ever seen those, those parents at Target or probably more so Walmart that like yell at their kids and Hey, if you've ever raised your voice at your kids in public, no judgment here because they can test our patience, but you know, those parents that you're just like, Oh man. Like, of course, those kids are going to fight with each other because you see the parent that just like, I'm talking like yell at them. I've only seen it a handful of times. What do you mean by that? They're going to, of course, they're going to fight with each other because they're just because the kids are going to see what the parents are, are doing. Hmm. So I think that was one of the points that you and I were chatting about was that we always in our home with kids when it's messy and they're fighting, we don't like go a level beyond that and start yelling and getting frustrated even as much as we sometimes want to. And you're a great example of this. I feel like you do a good job of like, all right, let's take a breath. Let's maintain our composure. We're the adults here. We're the leaders. Let's get down on their level, kneel down. Hey, Jack, buddy, is that a nice thing to do to your sister? Right? It's just like you're setting the tone. Well, let's talk about a few things that we've learned in our short, but long, long, but short years of parenting. We're just figuring this out as we go. <laughs> uh, but this let's, podcast is free for a reason. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's share some things that we know that seem to be working. That yep. seem to be working. Because yes, of course, we're still figuring it out. We have 12 down to one. But Let's like, look at the research. <laughs> this is a research evidence-based podcast. Be there, no mistake. <laughs> um, there are a few things that I, I think 
I'm pretty confident in and I know to be true for our family and I think for others that are really going to help cultivate those sibling relationships and help them grow up to be friends. For me, the number one thing is giving them time, giving them time together. Isn't it about time? You are the worst, but I love you. I'm sorry. I'm nursing a Celsius over here and (laughs) I'm feeling a little fidgety. So sorry to take away from your excellent podcasting. I should probably just sign off. No, honey, you're doing great. But it is about time. It is about time. I think that we need to give them time together because, I mean, you think about any relationship you have. It is really easy to get frustrated with people when you don't have a closer relationship with them. It's easy to hate somebody, you know, when they do something wrong to you and, and you don't, it, it, people say that all the time. You can't hate from up close. When you really get to know somebody and you're around somebody, you know what they're going through. You know that they didn't get a lot of sleep last night. You know, a friend was mean to them at school. You know that they just got a bad test, you know, score, whatever it is. You, you naturally, you want to help them. We just, us humans, we can be so, so cruel sometimes, but we're also really, really good inside. And we're really, really good when we can see people from up close. So I really think that that is the number one thing about siblings is giving them time to have positive interactions and giving them time to have negative interactions because that's when they learn how to work through them. And that's when you step in and, you know, we, we step in as parents and if, if they can't resolve the conflict on their own, we try to, we try to help them do that. Right. Which is just learn, you know, they're kids. So they're learning to communicate and share things. And I think when they're younger, something that is really valuable that we can do as parents is we get down and we just help them see the bigger picture because all they see is the blue toy that was stolen out of their hands. That's all they see, but they don't see what, you know, the words that they're about to say, how that could make their sister feel, or they don't see how the person that stole it is one of the most important people in their life. Or, you know, and some of these things are really, really valuable when you just can stop and be like, Hey buddy, I know you're really upset. That is so crappy when somebody steals your toy, but she's your sister. And remember how we're on the same team. We're not against each other. So why do you think she really wants that toy? You know, how can we help resolve this together? And as we do that, when they're younger, I mean, you have seen it. They just start to do that as they grow up. And um, that's something that I'm pretty passionate about because I've seen the investment pay off. And man, it's tiring sometimes, you guys. I'm right there with you. But the investment pays off. They start to figure it out on their own to the point where you're like, hey, you guys have got it. You know what to do. You know, I'm here if you need me, but like, I don't need to hear about it because you guys know how to figure this out. Well, that, yeah, I love that you said that because that's the rewarding thing. Like why, so, you know, why do we maybe care so much as parents that our siblings become great friends? Because it's just so cool to see that when, when our three girls are hanging out, having a great time together, laughing, you know, they, we go to a store and they're like all like, you know, checking out the same makeup or whatever. Like those are just cool moments to see them bonding. Or even when, you know, our oldest, she'll, you know, want to sit next to Jack on the airplane and like draw with him. You're like, that is so rewarding you know, I mean, to see them form those little friendships. They're just, they, on their they, own. Yes. And they just learn. I mean, those are like the first little loves of their life as their siblings of like, oh, this is what love feels like. This is what compassion feels like. This is what it feels like to really, really care about somebody else. And the more opportunities we can give them to do that, I feel like there's no greater 
uh, you know, relationships we can cultivate then with siblings. So mm. that is, that is, that's really cool. I'd never thought about that. That's your first love, so to speak, or how you feel compassion. I wonder, we've talked about our marriage a little bit. I, I don't know if I ever really thought about this, but you know, I have, so I have two sisters, you know, and I, and no, not every family, you know, you can't pick and choose how many boys and girls you're going to have. But, uh, I, I feel like, you know, when you and I were dating and got married, um, yeah, I, I literally. I, I think that paved the way for us to be for us to be easier, right? Or for me to be more compassionate towards you. Yeah, and I loving. literally, I literally had to tell you to stop calling your little sister babe because I was your babe now. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Or kiss my mom on the lips. Uh, yeah, you see, can't kiss like, her anymore. You're mine. <laughs> that's good. Um, but that you know, going back to to giving them time, there's two things that's gonna happen that are gonna happen when you give them time. They're going to have positive interactions or they're going to have negative interactions. And I would say the positive interactions, let them be. The more positive interactions they can have, whether they're playing a game, whether they're building a fort, whether they're, I mean, just let them be bored and figure it out and create something together. Give them every opportunity you can. And as soon as it happens, as soon as the giggling starts, as soon as the creativity starts, as soon as the whatever starts and it's a positive thing, let it be. Don't interrupt it. Even if it's bedtime, even if it's making a mess, like just let it be for five more minutes because it's going to mean so much more in the long run to them than it is to quickly go to bed or clean up the mess. And then when they have a negative interaction, be there for them. And as they grow, they're, they're hearing what you're saying. They're learning as they go and they'll start to be able to figure out those negative interactions on their own. And what a good I mean, what a good practice that is to practice with their siblings on how to communicate so that when they go out in the world and they have those negative interactions, they're like, oh, I, I, get, I get how to do this. I've done this many Absolutely. times before. Yep. So another one that we think is very important, and this comes from your family, Shannon, who is an amazing example of this, is supporting each other in your activities, right? You guys all grew up playing sports and all the siblings went to the game and your dad was often there coaching you and we've tried to do that as well. So, and it, which is not always easy. So our oldest one's in basketball. The next one has a basketball game. They're on the same night. And so it's not always easy. We have to kind of divide and conquer, but you know, even early Saturday mornings at seven thirty AM when it's cold and the little ones could be sleeping, we get up and we go to little Jack's soccer game. And it's a five-year-old soccer game that doesn't really mean anything, but I think it means a lot to him when he sees his entire family and siblings there to cheer him on. Yeah, for sure. I do think the the support and the showing up, like, I remember you were there, you know? I think that that goes a long way. Um, and as you grow up, I don't know, I don't know how to continue cultivating that as you get older, like, everybody's like in things and busy, but for us right now, we still have the capacity and ability to just drag the whole family here to there to here to there. And that's something that's really important to us. Um, and then along with that is prioritizing kind of a question I asked you at the beginning of, do you eat meals together? I think there's so much research that has been done around the positive outcome for a family and relationships for just eating meals together. And I mean, that's when oxytocin they is released. Like when you feel love at a dinner table, isn't that amazing? So kids 
sit next to each other and we hear about their peaches and the pits of the day or their bogeys and birdies. I think from, you should explain that. From dad, you know, the good and the bad parts, the sweet and the sour, whatever you guys want to call it. We we hear about that stuff and they, they hear from their siblings and Jack never has anything bad to say. And his siblings just, you know, think that's the cutest thing. But I just feel like every opportunity you can give your kids to say out loud what's going good in their life and what's not and let their siblings hear that, it does give them an opportunity to show compassion. It does give them an opportunity to be, you know, supportive and show up for for their siblings. So we try to do that too, like have good conversations with our kids around all, like with all of us, not just in their separate rooms. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, these are not groundbreaking ideas. These are things that we've observed in our own families that have been talked about. Uh, you know, a lot of these things probably make sense and they're just the simple things, but that, I mean, that's, that's how we grow and that's how we, I mean, they're, they're common sense for a reason, right? How do we get our bodies in shape? Well, exercise and eat good. Pretty simple. You know, we've, everybody talks about that. It's just actually a matter of doing it. And, you know, even in the workplace and on sports teams, there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of money, leadership programs that go into fostering good, a good workplace, right? Do you have a friend at work? You have a boss that says, thank you and treats you with respect. Do you feel safe at work? Do you on your, you know, sports team, do you, do you work, you know, work together well with other people? You know, can you communicate? Can you resolve your issues? And so, I don't know, it's almost like in our home and with our family, we're just trying to do that exact same thing and just be a little more intentional about the kids complimenting one another, trying to get along, support each other, create that positive environment at home. So, well, and you know, on that same note, I think that one thing, one thing we did do in my family that looking back, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious and staying interested on whether this is positive or negative. But one thing that we did a lot was compete against each other. Mm. We competed against each other every day of our lives, whether it was who could get up the stairs the fastest, who could jump the longest, who could, my dad, it was so fun, but it always ended in a fight because we're like, you cheated, you know, da, da, da. But it was always so fun too. We always wanted to do it. And it was just like, and I think there is such a, I I grew up very competitive. I was always competitive. And I think it got me places because I wanted to be the best at what I did all the time. With that said, me and my siblings are still pretty competitive. Like <laughs> it, it's sometimes... Sometimes you should have seen Sunday dinner the other day <laughs> out in the front yard. Woo. No, that's had to like, call in the sheriff. I just, I just, I read before, you know, if you're going to have your kids compete and, and teach them that, because there is a lot of value in that, have them do it together. Have them instead of, okay, it's you against you against you against you. It's all right, kids. It's you guys against mom and dad who can get ready for bed the fastest and put them on a team with each other, you know, and that made a lot of sense to me of like, all right, let's have some fun games, but, or even just pair it up as like these siblings against these siblings, but never like isolated, you know, yeah. who's the best sibling in the house. <laughs> cause, totally. cause I think that, um, you know, that could be, that could be a healthier way to teach them how to compete. Cause there's a lot of sibling rivalry, rivalry that just naturally happens. Yep. 
Um, and I think as you can just teach them that like you guys are on the same team, we cheer each other on, we support each other. We want the best for each other. The words that come out of our mouth are to help each other feel better because the world is going to make us feel worse, every single one of us. But we at home lift each other up. We help each other be better. And just telling our kids that over and over and over again and giving them opportunities to do that, whether it be like a note that you write or whether it be a star at the table, you know, at the family dinner once a week or whether it be or something else that we do is pick somebody at the dinner table and then we all go around and compliment them, give them a compliment. Or, you know what, something else I used to do, who knows if this is good or bad parenting, but if my kids wouldn't, if they started saying mean things to each other, I'd put them in a big old t-shirt and they'd have to look at each other in the same t-shirt and the person, they just have to go back and forth and see who, who, well, I guess this is a winner and a loser, but they would go back and forth and be like, I like the way you duh. I like this. I like this. And they couldn't tell, it couldn't be like superficial compliments. They needed to give genuine compliments to each other. They were, they were <laughs> inside the same triple X shirt. Correct. Your shirts. I don't know where those shirts came from, <laughs> but they were large enough to fit two kids inside through the neck. And then yep. they had to, and then they'd look at each other and they'd compliment each other until one of them couldn't That's think of so anything funny. anymore. That's so Gordon Bombay of you, like tying the Mighty Ducks together, and then they have to skate together on the ice. But you know what? It always ended up with them just laughing. Yeah, and it's the best. Like they're fighting and they're saying mean things, and then it turns to laughing because it's something funny. And so we can all come up with little ways like that that we can encourage our kids to have more positive interactions. I think if you if you don't hear anything else today, hear that giving your child a positive interaction is never wasted. They add up and they add up and they add up and those little moments become what they build their relationship on. So as many positive, fun interactions that we can give them throughout the day, let give them, make them, and then just let them be. You know, Shannon, to wrap it up, I always like to say the three words, live, laugh, love. <laughs> and if we can do those three things at home, I think our siblings are going to not only be siblings, but friends. <laughs> well, I think that we are very blessed to have grown up in homes that had a lot of love and we had a lot of support and we had siblings that we, you know, knew had our backs. And, and that is something that I think has carried us, you know, in different seasons of our life in different ways. I don't know what I would do without my sister. She is like my, you know, nobody, I mean, obviously you babe, but nobody really like knows me, supports me and loves me in the way that she does. And it feels so good to have that in my life. I just am so grateful for my sister. She's seen every part of me, you know, growing up. We shared a room growing up and we fought. We fought a lot growing up. Like we pulled each other's hair sometimes and we stole each other's clothes and she we got She still mad. tells me. She still, her and I still commiserate about you leaving the drawers open. And I was maybe the messier sibling and she... Like I drove her nuts sometimes and she kind of drove me nuts sometimes, but we always knew that we loved each other more than anybody else. You know, we always like had each other's backs. 
we might have fought in our house, but we always had each other's backs outside of our house. And that has carried through our whole lives together, having children together, moving away, living close, going through hard things. And so if your kids are fighting right now, there is a bigger picture. There is a beautiful life ahead of a, you know, a relationship that is going to likely look different. But the things that you do in your house right now really, really matter and um, no effort for good and creating those positive relationships is wasted. And you know, it's not a finite resource, love and positivity. You can give as much of it as you want. Yeah. An endless supply. Yep. And just, yeah, exactly. Live, laugh, love. Just live, laugh, love. All right. See you next week. (laughs) Hope you guys got something out of this. Have a great week. You guys are doing much better than you think you are and you have much more influence on this than you might think. So go get them. We love you. Go get them. Go get them, guys. Go get this one for the Gipper. <laughs> <laughs>